The feminine frequency is flowing in constantly. Hello and welcome, 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 welcome to The Frequency. I am your host, Venus, and I'm so excited to have this space right now to record and really just so excited about life right now and, you know, the whole intention of me creating this podcast and using my voice on this platform. <laughs> and I'm laughing right now because I put my cat outside because whenever I do like any creative work, she has to be involved. And she literally <laughs> tried to jump back inside the glass window and she like smashed into the glass window. So, but little does she know, the side door is open so she can come in there. But that was just hilarious to see her, like, catapult into the air and then be (laughs) put back down on the ground. So, I have my space free. I'm here. And, you know, my social platform on Instagram was feeling a bit restricted. And I have so much that I want to share that I was really looking for a different outlet. So I'm really excited that you're here, you're tuning in because I have so much to share here. I'm gonna have wonderful guests come on with all different perspectives. And this is just a way to reconnect to the lost parts of ourselves, the feminine energy, what that even means, um, and so many other ways that the whole intention of this podcast is to allow yourself to be seen and to feel wholeness in your being and to feel connection and to feel in you know turned on by life and to feel inspired and you know whatever i share here whether it resonates or not allowing these seeds to be planted where you're going outside of your own reality and opening yourself up to something new. And that is all that like I'm excited to share. Like there's so much excitement right now. Like I I wish you can see <laughs> like the big smile on my face and just like the giggles and like all of the feels coming through me, but I just want such deep connection on here and to allow people to be seen in so many different facets because we're so we're so interesting we're so powerful we're so amazing we are co-creators with the divine and you know it's just a beautiful place to be so we're gonna start with my story because so many of you ask me all the time online um even in person i get this like i'm just drawn to what's your story like how did you get here Um, to be doing what you're doing. And, you know, my story is, I share this to inspire you to allow you to feel some form of connection to your own, your own wounding and your own pain, your own trauma. And to know that 
there are many other beings out there who go through such a journey of self-discovery and almost preservation at the same time where there is so much to talk about, right? Because there's not one person who has it all figured out and like that's the end all be all and we're going to go that way and and see, you know, how that model goes. It's like everyone has their own journey and it's so inspiring to listen to. So, um here we go. <laughs> my my journey of how I got here to be doing what I'm doing is is like like we're we're going to get into my name change and um like so many nuances and I'm just really excited. So, first and foremost, hello. <laughs> I started my journey um my awakening process when I was around 20, 20 years old. And what really catapulted me into my spirituality and to really look and dive deeper into the gifts that were already showing and present in my every day-to-day life was my older brother, Jean Bor, um, dying from a sudden motorcycle accident at the age of 33. And... I remember I was, you know, at a college football game, like pre-gaming with my girlfriends. And this is like way before I was even conscious of like what I'm putting into my body and how it affects my energy and all of that stuff. But more to come on that subject. And I remember getting that phone call. And my dad called me and just like told me everything. I remember where I was. My friend was getting her hair done and I just like sat down in the middle of the room um and receiving that and going through this intense loss so suddenly really opened my eyes to life and i was like okay there's more to life than what i'm experiencing and i want to know more i want to know who i am who am i who is this woman inside of me and so that was really the start of my awakening And so after that happened and I moved through such deep, intense emotion and grief and sadness and pain and trauma and heartbreak, I was getting closer to myself. At the time, I didn't know this. At the time, I was like, this is really intense. I want to die. Like, This is so much. Like, How do people get through this? And... At the time, I was still living in Boston with my uh, boyfriend of seven years, and we were living together, um, and I was so unhappy. I was working my corporate job. I was working my family business. I was working 24-7. I was heavily in my masculine. I didn't know how else to be. And this is just what was shown. This is what was passed down from my generations. I'm Hungarian, so I grew up in a Hungarian household. Um, Hungarian is my first language. Um, So if I am talking on this podcast and I like jumble my words sometimes, it's just because English is not my first language. And sometimes I just make up words and they come together and merge. Um, So being in such a heavily masculine role, like that's all I knew. 
and moving through this deep emotion and intensity, I was at war with myself. And I was really coming to the fact and and terms with that I was so unhappy, right? I had this amazing boyfriend that I thought I was going to marry and, you know, do the whole like get married, have kids, um, that whole thing. And there was this part inside me that was screaming, no, this is not your path. Like get out of this. Um, and at my corporate job, I was also super unhappy. I wasn't inspired. I was irritable and angry and really restless. I had this, this feeling inside of me, which I'll get to later, which is what was really waking me up. So I impulsively quit my job. I quit my family business and I drove cross country. I drove to California and not being from California and growing up on the East Coast, I was like, oh, all of California is, you know, warm and sunny and everything I've seen on Laguna Beach, the show, you know, and um, I chose to arrive in, in San Francisco. And it was August, I was freezing, I was wearing shorts and a tank top, and if you've ever been to San Francisco, it is like so cold during like the summer months, and like their summertime is a little bit after. So I was freezing, I was in a different city, I like did not know what I was doing. So my journey really started to deepen once I broke away from my family constraints, once I broke away from, you know, just being raised so heavily and being told what to do, being told what not to do and who to be. And I honestly didn't know who I was. I didn't know who I was without my relationship. I didn't know who I was without my family needing me. I didn't know who I wanted to be and what I was really interested in. So I went on a huge journey and, you know, through this process, I found myself becoming a yoga instructor and eventually getting fired from my corporate job because I literally was so unhappy. I told my manager I didn't want to work there anymore. And I remember her looking at me across the table and being like, you know what this means? And I said, yeah. Um, so finding yoga, finding more of my voice really started through yoga. And soon after I really got into yoga and it helped me open up my throat, I remember being this woman in my corporate job, in my family, in my relationships, um, in really going through my teacher training where my throat chakra was so blocked that I was so scared to even talk in front of five people. I was so scared then in my yoga teacher training to talk in front of 50 people, 100 people. And you know, the more that I practiced my, my yoga teacher training, wow, it was just bringing up so much inside of me and I didn't realize that I didn't know how to speak up. I didn't know much about using my voice and the power it had. So cut to, I graduate my yoga teacher training and I'm teaching my first yoga class and it's through Yoga to the People in San Francisco 
And my very first yoga class was like a hundred people. I'm not kidding. I had the mic on and I was freaking out inside. I was like, okay, what am I doing? Do I really want to do this? Like so much anxiety moving through me. And one of my teachers, she taught me to place my right hand on my low belly and breathe deeply into that space. So I did this right before I was going to go on and teach. And that breath felt so good. As soon as I got into my teaching, after about two minutes, I felt this intense surge of energy move through my whole body. It's like my chest lit up, my arms expanded. My entire energy signature shifted. It's like I jumped a timeline. And I remember clear as day right now to this very moment where I saw inside of me the power. And after that two minutes, I was so excited to teach. My shyness went away. I was like joking. I was engaging with the people and I found my voice. And after that, yeah, I was still a little intimidated, but there was no like daunting fear. And I broke through my fear and I found my voice. I finally found her. And I remember, you know, sobbing so hard at my yoga graduation and my boyfriend at the time looking at me like, are you okay? And I was overwhelmed with the amount of emotion that was pouring through me because of what had been constricted and held within my body for so long. And I remember feeling so alive And this feeling is like, it's just absolutely amazing. And this was the feminine. She was finally being heard and she was coming out of me. She was guiding me back to myself, back to my power, back to my reclaiming of who I truly am inside. And so after this huge breakthrough, I then moved to LA and Reiki finds me. And I remember like my Gemini rising was like, I don't know. I don't know about this. Like, I don't understand. Like, I think I'm just a yoga teacher, right? Ego's coming in. No, you're only a yoga teacher. You're going to be like doing this all the time. And you're going to be doing poses on Instagram. And like, you're not, we're not going to like get out of this. And there was something inside of me that was like, go sign up and do it. So I did. And soon I became a Reiki master, then a Kurunaki Reiki master. And when I started to move through that, so much of who I had been from many past lives came back inside and enlivened me. And my voice still was asking to be heard even more, even louder. And this is really where my light language came in full effect that I've been channeling for many, many years and ever since I was a little girl and I didn't know it. And I remember doing like massive sound healings and um, really like my voice was itching to be heard. So through this process of finding Reiki and Reiki finding me, I fully claimed more of my power. 
And through that process, I got this huge download, right? I was working and many healers go through this. You're like, I can heal and serve many. I have like, you know, I'm here for all beings. And to narrow yourself down and find your niche is actually quite challenging, I found for myself. Um, because I was, you know, men, women, children, animals were drawn to me and I was drawn to them. There was no discrimination. Um, so I remember sitting down at Air One in Venice. Um, it's like a very fancy supermarket. It has like all the yummy goodies and high-end quality foods and snacks and just absolutely amazing. It's a vibe. Um, I remember sitting down and writing and I had the intention of writing a healing book. And what was flowing through me was surprising. I started writing all about womb healing and my mother's trauma and what I went through sexually, my sexual abuse and all of these things that I didn't realize were inside of me. So I was kind of taken aback by this and I, I even felt my myself fighting my ego of like, well, we don't want to be writing this. Like we're not on track. We're not, we're not doing this thing. My masculine was really coming in overdrive and I just surrendered and I kept writing. And from that point forward, my work and my focus I found was here to emancipate and help women find their femininity to be here for the divine feminine in all of the ways. Um, my clients were coming to me who were predominantly going through sexual assault or abuse, rape, any trauma, um, miscarriage, uh, postpartum, literally anything traumatic related to the womb. And I was like, okay, there's something here. The universe is literally speaking to me through these women. And I remember, um, you know, at the time going through a really intense sexual assault and I didn't find much support from women, especially. And, um, through that time that I went through this really public sexual assault because I chose to speak up. I chose to really acknowledge the pain and suffering that I endured and, it was really like I was standing up for my mother. And I bring up my mother because one, we all come from our mothers. We are born from the love from our mother and father. She is our creator. She is our spaceship, if you will, onto this planet. And I had no idea that my mother endured such awful sexual assault and rape. We're talking rape. And I learned this while I was going through my own sexual assault and I was just like in shock because my mother going through this when she was 15 years old being gang raped and kidnapped for three days and when she went to trial there was no justice for her. My heart broke and even now I get emotional because... There was no justice for her and the level of of pain was just over overwhelming and it really helped me to see my mother so clearly and the relationship with my mother up to that point and even now was just non-existent 
there was a huge disconnect, especially when I started to become a woman. And she, in her own way, now I see, she was trying to protect me. Don't wear thongs, don't show too much skin. If you do this, then you're attracting attention. And, you know, there was so much, she was trying to protect me because of her experience and because of the trauma she was still carrying deeply within her that was now embedded within me and my womb where everything started to make sense. I felt overwhelming compassion for her. I felt so much love like pour up and out of me to her. And I mean, that was like an awakening in itself. Um, so I knew there was something here and the bigger picture was, okay, if this happened to my mother and me, this is most likely gonna happen to my daughter or my son. And I don't want that. I want this to stop now. And most of you that are tuning in, you are a way shower, you're a leader, you are like kind of like the unicorn or the black sheep of your family. You are here to stop these generational traumas. And that's exactly what I chose to do in that moment. And I didn't even know, but I, it was such a strong feeling. And so me speaking up publicly about my sexual assault in 2019 um, was huge and it felt like I was doing it for my mother as well. Like, like it was just redemption. That was the feeling. It was redemption and it was very satisfying. <laughs> um, so my original like birth name is Celia Romana Gellert. And, you know, if you look up my birth name, you'll definitely find my sexual assault case and you'll find out all the information I did not hold back. I was so brave, so courageous, and it was honestly, again, very satisfying. And that's like a whole nother story, which I'll probably share more on, but through that process, I learned how women were still shaming other women for their traumas, for their sexual assault, for their emotional pains and burdens, and... and really heavily carrying the mask of patriarchy in masculine form. And this really made it very clear to me. And I was like, okay, this is, I'm here to bring light to this very dark and seated area of, of life. And it was just like, it's still a journey to this day, but that's where it really, really started. And and um, I really started to reclaim my, my power, my femininity, and come out of my wounded feminine, which was still in victimhood, you know, to a certain degree, and understanding that, um, you know, I'm here to break that generational curse was such an honor, and I felt all my ancestors with me, and it was like, wow, this is real, this is like, this is intense, this is crazy, and you gotta laugh about it, because it's like, okay, like, my soul on some level, you know, got to a powwow with my mom, up, up in heaven, with my dad, my brother, my sisters, and we're like, okay, this is our plan, you're gonna, you're gonna experience this, you're gonna do this, and then I'm gonna help you remember this, and then we'll find love, and sort of like, come down to this earth and like have this experience which is like wow this is insane this is crazy right 
And like, that's just realness. It's just, it's deep stuff. So, um, going through that process was very, very enlightening for me. Um, so after my sexual assault, personally, I, I went through a phase of celibacy and shutting down. And that's when, you know, I went to experience the other side of what happens when a woman does go through this journey of sexual assault on any level because it's all nasty. It's all terrible. There's no better than or greater than. And moving through that process, um, I realized the longer I was celibate and I was celibate for two years, the more walls I put up and the more comfortable I got just being in my own and what I didn't realize was I was also suppressing and shutting down my feminine. I wasn't masturbating. I wasn't being sexual. I wasn't being intimate with myself. And pleasure altogether was thrown out because I was still associating it with only receiving that from the masculine. And I remember finding, discovering yoni eggs and starting to to utilize that and that really helped open up my my pleasure center and just my care with my pussy and really reclaiming that part of me and so through this process you know always finding the silver lining and taking full ownership of everything that I've gone through even my sexual assault even like the hardships in my life and being like wow this gave me the biggest gift of all in reclaiming my sexuality as a woman, as a feminine, and my pussy. And uh, up until that point, that was really non-existent. And so that's like such a huge blessing. And to sit here full circle and be like, thank you for that experience, life. I mean, that's like, that's where it's like you've done the work. <laughs> You know, because I can genuinely sit here and be like, I'm really grateful for that experience because it led me to who I am to today. And I couldn't have gotten here without those experiences and lessons and learnings and teachings. So, yeah, that's like, you know, pretty potent right there. Um, So through that process afterwards, I, you know, started to really come more into my feminine. It's like she she had to completely die inside of me like everything inside of me was burned and i was in complete ashes inside for like 2 years and then my soil in my womb started to regenerate and come alive and this new soil was like a wellspring of fresh new oxygen and blood and just codes and activations and so much tantric love and energy and that was my feminine and that's that's like how you know I have gotten to this place and um through that journey it's been it's been really like holy shit. (laughs) Like there's been so many things, you know, along that path. And I gave you like the real beautiful breakdown, um, of my journey up until this point where there's these peak moments of acceptance, vulnerability, 
leaning into the fear, leaning into the unknown, leaning into the emotion that is uncomfortable, such as anger and jealousy and resentment and hatred and leaning into that and coming out on the other side as so much lighter, as so much brighter and wiser and alive. And I share this to bring you just more juiciness and inspiration into wherever you are at with your process and in your journey, especially if you're a woman and especially if you've been through anything that's relatable through my story when it comes to discovering and tapping into your own femininity. So, (laughs) so that's that. There's all the things. For now, uh, that's like a nice juicy bit. But, um, you know, this process was really, really enlightening. And I keep using that term because the light was not turned on inside of me. I was dark inside. I was sad inside. There was an emptiness inside of me. And that was the suppression of my femininity that was passed down that didn't have a voice. And, you know, when I work with women, especially one-on-one in my containers, it's the sacral, the heart, and the throat that are mostly severely blocked and and have a lot of trauma around them. And uh, and I never thought in like, like, even like 15 years ago that I would be sitting here and openly sharing my journey and my story and... Um, now helping other women reclaim that part of them that's been lost for so long, that's just been dormant. And it's truly a gift. It's super exciting. And also just like (laughs) all of the fucking feels, all of the feels. So there is so much more to my story along the path of like being seen fully in my power. That's been a really big one. Um, and also the backlash and ridicule and, um, being cast out of my family, um, and being called a witch. So there are some other topics here (laughs) that we will get into, um, in other episodes, but there's just been so much along this journey where I'm like, okay, I'm here. I'm in it. I'm here for the long haul. Like, let's go. Let's, let's free up the feminine, you know, and I'm here to experience it. I'm here to share my wisdom because, you know, that's part of what I signed up to do when I chose to come down to this planet and with all my wisdoms and teachings and and activations. And it's just like wild, right? It's just super wild. So, just take that all in. <laughs> I know it's kind of like a lot. Um, but yeah, reclaiming those parts and uh, coming back to a place of love, of full wholeness and love. And I can genuinely sit here in front of you today and allow you to feel just the level of deep love I have with myself. And 
for me that that comes out by laughing at myself and just not taking life so serious when it's like wanting to be so serious and or if it's like so intense and painful I'm just like I have to laugh because this is intense (laughs) um this is like super intense and for those of you that don't know my moon is in Scorpio and we feel so deeply so intensely like oh my gosh and I love it. Um, and part of our processing as a Scorpio moon, we must feel everything completely and release it. So it's just like, I'm laughing at this because I'm like, okay, I chose to come down to earth, you know, to help women, um, to help the feminine rise in all beings and to feel like all these intense emotions, like super intensely, (laughs) like, okay. I'm here for this. I'm here for this. Let's go. Let's go. Let's do this. Um, so it's just such a, an amazing thing to look back on. And uh, yeah, so that's my story of how I got here today and um, the containers I hold for for women especially. I do work with men and I do work with couples. I mostly talk and market to women especially single women, you know, who've gone through this, who um, are looking to really enliven their life with new love, with a new relationship that is truly going to last and also allow their creativity to come in and nourish their career. Um, most of the women I work with are heavily in their masculine um, or they're like, so in their feminine the wounded feminine where they don't understand the difference of being in your divine feminine your healed feminine the upper feminine versus the wounded feminine so like for example i was talking to one of my friends yesterday and it's like i'm sure you can relate so you know you have all these ideas like as a creative entrepreneur, you're like, okay, this is what I'm doing. This is my message. This is what I do. This is who I am. This is my photo. And then like two weeks later, you get like a new surge of creativity and you're like, okay, change the name, change the Instagram handle. This is who I am. This is what I'm doing. This is what I'm here. And then that continuously happens, right? And when I see this, because I've totally been there, um, I talk from a lot of like everything that I've gone through is like, it's so relatable to me. So going through that process is like the feminine doesn't have her grounded masculine within her. The masculine's like checked out like, okay, girl, you go do your emotional shit. I'm going to come back in two weeks and like straighten this shit out with my ego and we're going to be fine. Um, But there's no harmony, right? So that is part of my process of union, finding this divine union within yourself and then you know, calling that into your life in all aspects with your, with your relationships, your romantic relationships, your platonic relationships, your friendships, your soul family, your soulmate clients, like this is all so connected. And that's just an example because it's super funny and like, it's so recent for me. So I had to share it where it's just like, yeah, that happens. And, you know, coming from a place where if you don't understand how to engage with your feminine, you don't understand how to talk to her, how to feel her, then there's kind of like that chaos, which is a part of the feminine. She is chaotic. She is chaos. She brings up everything. She is the all-seer, all-knower. 
um, I'll feel her. But if there's no container for her within your own being, or if you're constantly seeking that container outside of yourself in a relationship, then there's going to be a huge like disconnect and it's not going to go good, you know? So, (laughs) oh my gosh, I'm like laughing because my cat, she's sitting outside now and like looking to come in, even though the door is open for her to come. Okay. Oh my gosh. So yeah, so much to, to chit chat and like dive deeper into. And I'm just so grateful to have this, this space with you and to share more of, you know, my story and also to, um, bring on some amazing guest speakers who are going to give us another perspective and help us understand and have just like juicy, yummy, delicious, uplifting, inspiring conversation. Um, that's going to help us and better the world. So that's what I'm here to do. And just to share more of my insights and my yumminess with all of you. So, (laughs) um, I got the candles burning over here in my place. I have Isis on my altar and a photo of myself on my altar to, you know, remind me of the devotion that I have to myself and my self-love and and to my feminine. Um, and so it's, it's just very, very special. It's very, very special to me, this, this work and this way of life and um, communicating and, and sharing this wisdom with all beings because this is important for all beings, you know, because the feminine lives within us all. And I'll talk more about this on another podcast, but... Um, it's been heavily repressed and suppressed in society. And even women now are taking on that, that role. And we got to put this to a stop because our feminine energy is the life and light of this planet. Um, and if we don't realize that, then, you know, we're just going to have to come down again and go through life <laughs> go through the process. But, um, you know, Gaia is our feminine creator, our life force, and she's also going through a huge shift, a huge change. And just like women, we have seasons like Gaia. We have our moon cycles that are the seasons of our month. It shows us you know, how our month was emotionally, we can tune into that. We can see with our blood, like the kind of blood that we're bleeding and, you know, and really connecting to that feminine, intuitive, emotional side. And so I just want to leave you with this last empowering message before we we end our time here, which I'm so, so grateful for. Um... I want you to tune in to your heart right now and just scan to see if any woman, any sister came up on your heart during this podcast and whoever came up, I want you to reach out to them and just send them a love message. Let them know how much you love them and how powerful they are and just how grateful you are to have them in your life. 
and the light that they are and the light that they bring in, the wisdom that they help you understand and just share that message with them and uh, let me know how that feels. So thank you so much. Again, again, thank you, thank you, thank you. Mahalo, kusvenem. That's thank you in Hungarian. And um, yeah, until next time. So (laughs) I love you so much. Thank you for being here. And we will tune in again. Much love, fam.